Hi everybody, I'm Ashley Bain, the Business Development Manager here at the Greater Oshawa Chamber of Commerce. And I'm Emma Kasha, the Communications and Marketing Coordinator at the Greater Oshawa Chamber of Commerce. And together we are Chamber Pod! Welcome everyone to another episode of Chamber Pod Road to Recovery. Today, Emma and I are with Jennifer Matthew of the Canadian Blood Services. You are the Territorial Manager and Donor Relations, so welcome to the podcast. Awesome, thanks for having me. It's a lovely Friday, and we're all going to head out of our home offices soon, but we thought we'd do a quick chat with you, Jennifer, just to discuss how the pandemic has affected the Canadian Blood Services. I don't know if you can get into that a little bit with us. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, um, you know, as we know, things have changed quite a bit in our in our day-to-day lives, but one thing definitely remain, remains constant uh, through all of Canada, and that's the need for blood. Uh, so every 60 seconds, someone in Canada is um, getting a blood transfusion, and that's pandemic or not. So we still need blood, and we still need donors to come out. And one of the main things that's affected us is uh, a lot of the community closures. So a lot of the venues that we used to go to pre-COVID, um, unfortunately, there's constraints with opening um, and the amount of people that are allowed inside. So a lot of our venues have closed to us. So there's a lot less venues that are open that are uh, where we can go and collect the blood that we need for patients and hospitals and then also with physical distancing um, we're not able to have as many people in a donor center as we normally would so again you know there's you know less uh, donation events less people in our donor centers and it's definitely putting a strain on our blood supply so you were saying just mentioning the closures of the venues and things like that where are you hosting your blood drives now is it just regular venues or are you have you pivoted that way um, so one of the things um, in order to allow for physical distancing, our venues need to be a lot larger. So some of the places that we used to go um, were fine um, pre-COVID, but now um, in order to allow for physical distancing, you know, where, where chairs are spread apart much more um, and people are spread apart, the venue size that we would go into is so much larger. So we're finding that is a, a strain on our smaller communities. Um, we're not, we're no longer um, going to post-secondary institutions um, for obvious reasons right now. Um, so we're finding churches. Uh, it's a really great place for us to hold a lot of our events. So we've been finding a lot of churches that have come on board and supporting us. So that's been really great throughout our community right now. Yeah, and I know me and Emma were quickly discussing before you came on kind of what was the rules for giving blood now with COVID. And Emma, you mentioned that they actually want people who have previously had COVID, correct me if this is wrong, to donate blood because of the antibodies. Is that something Um, that is true? (laughs) Yeah, it's a great question. Um, So Canadian Blood Services is proud to be part of a national clinical trial to test if COVID-19 convalescent plasma, which is plasma donated by people who've recovered from COVID-19, could be a safe and effective treatment often or option with patients with the virus. So if you know if you have recovered from COVID-19 and are interested in being part of this study, we encourage you to go on to blood.ca where you will find all the information you need. Perfect. So, CMO, we our information is right. <laughs> you can trust us. I don't um, know why you question me, Ashley. <laughs> we, well, we had to ask the expert, Emma. <laughs> 
Um, so I don't know if you can briefly explain kind of what donors can expect now when they go to give blood. Because obviously, as you were mentioning before, it's a bit different. It's not as simple as walking in and getting your blood taken or then walking out. I don't know if you can go through kind of step by step what people can expect. Because I know it probably is scary for people to go out and donate blood now more than ever because of the pandemic. And their safety is now at issue as well. So I don't know if you can walk us through that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so safety is our number one priority. Um, so one of the things that we've changed is that we're no longer elect, um, allowing walk-ins. So we really want um, those who want to donate to book an appointment. So we encourage you to go online, blood.ca. You can call one triple eight to donate, or you can download our Give Blood app. That way, you know you have an exact appointment time to donate blood at a local donor center. And also, too, um, it's really critical that you come for your appointment time. So a lot of people used to come, you know, 20, 30 minutes before. Um, with physical distancing uh, mandates, we just can't allow people in the donor center prior to their appointment. So we're no, we're um, asking you to come right at your appointment time. And this way, too, you don't have to wait outside um, because we're doing a pre-screening right at the front door, which is new with COVID. So it's very typical. Where, it doesn't matter where you go now, you're going to go through a COVID screening. So similar idea, you know, we'll have questions about um, any symptoms that you may be experiencing, and then you're going to have your temperature taken right before you're allowed inside the donor center. So that is one of the major changes that we've made. Um, and in addition to our routine cleaning methods, we've actually increased cleaning before, after, and during the donation events. Um, our, as I mentioned, our chairs are seated two meters apart. You know, donors will be positioned throughout the donor center two meters apart. Everyone who comes in has to wear a mask. So if you want to bring your own, we absolutely encourage you to do so. Um, but if not, we do have a mask at the donor center that you can have as well. So um, like I said, everything we're doing is just to ensure that anyone who is inside the donor center, whether it's donors, whether it's staff, whether it's volunteers, everyone is safe to be so. Perfect. And I know, obviously, any blood is good blood, but sometimes I hear on your messaging that there are certain types of blood that are in high demand right now. Is that applying right now? Is there a certain type that you guys are in search for or is it just open to everybody at this moment? Um, we're always in need of all types of blood. Um, blood is always needed, no matter the type. Uh, there's times where O negative is especially in need, um, and that's because O negative is actually a universal blood type, so it can be given to anyone. And this is really important during those emergency situations where literally seconds are on the line for that patient. They know that they can be given the O negative blood, and then when there is time to check their blood type, when it's safe to do so, they can do that. So that's why you'll often hear the call out for O negative because of how powerful it is right now. You're talking to two O negatives right now, so oh, no. we will have to get in there. <laughs> I can't donate right now because I'm breastfeeding. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'll say I knew about the kid, but I didn't know that was a rule, so that could be another question. Is there certain types of people that are allowed to donate or different, like breastfeeding? Obviously, Emma, as you mentioned, couldn't donate blood. Is there other rules like that that I'm just not aware of? For sure. Of? 
Yeah, there's so many rules when it comes to eligibility. Um, and it's just so that we ensure that the blood that we're giving to patients is safe for them to um, to take, right? So um, when it comes to um, new moms or, do, or breastfeeding moms, we do ask that they wait six months after um, their baby's been born to donate. Um, you know, there's medication deferrals, there's travel, different health concerns, um, and all this information can be found on our website, flood.ca. Um, if you click on eligibility or the ABCs of eligibility, there's tons of information on there. If you're not finding the information that you need, we encourage you to call our one number, or you can speak with an information nurse um, about your specific questions or concerns. Perfect. And Emma, I don't know if you have any questions that have come up through the conversation that you want to ask. Well, I know that there's a shelf life, forgive the term, for donated blood. So after a certain point, it becomes unusable. So I'm wondering how the pandemic has affected the blood supply, because obviously at perhaps the lockdown point that we had in March, there was a significant drop off, I would assume, of uh, donors. Did you notice a shortage of blood in April? And what happens when there isn't any blood around? Do you outsource it? Do you go to another country? What happened? Uh, um, all good questions. <laughs> so uh, blood does have a shelf life of 42 days. Um, however, platelets, which are often used to treat people with leukemia, um, only has a shelf life of seven days. Uh, so you can pretty much be assured that your blood will be used within a couple days of your donation. Um, so when the pandemic hit sort of in the beginning of the spring, we definitely saw a significant drop in our appointment cancellations um, and donors just not coming to their appointments and then donors not booking appointments. And, you know, it, you know, it was definitely this was something new to all of us. So we, we understood, but at the same time, as I mentioned, every 60 seconds, someone in Canada needs a blood transfusion. So we still needed that blood to be coming in. We did a call out to um, a lot of our um, government officials um, and our prime minister actually came on social media and advocated for us that, you know, please, if you're able to um, consider going into a near, your nearest donate, donor center and donate, and people did. So people responded, and we're so grateful for all those donors that have been supporting us through the pandemic. Um, we're, in a, we're concerned about the holidays. So holidays have always been a challenge for blood donations because people are busy, you know, they're not, they're, Regular routines have been disrupted with, you know, shopping and family occasions and, you know, going and just doing various holiday things. So it's always a challenge. And then there unfortunately also tends to be an increase in motor vehicle accidents around that time as well. So we are definitely concerned with the way that the cases are coming are going in this area what the holidays mean for us. So we really want people to know that we still need blood donors. Um, if you're able, if you're able to donate blood, please consider booking an appointment because um, one hour of your time can literally give someone else their entire life. Uh, so in Washua, we actually have a donation center that's a permanent center. So it's uh, right at Harmony and Totten. Um, it's in the Kelsey's and Makimona Plaza. We're open six days a week, every single week. Um, and that includes most major holidays. Um, 
and I am responsible for filling approximately 1,600 appointments each and every month, and just in Oshawa alone. So, you know, and that's so that's a lot of appointments, a lot of donors that are helping to support patients that are in our local hospitals. So, if you haven't ever given blood and you're hearing this today, and you think that maybe that's something I should do, you know, go onto our website, book an appointment. We would love to have you in. You know, tag a family member, or a friend, or a coworker. You know, you could you visit, join them at the donor center and, uh, you know, enjoy the experience in a safe, physically distanced atmosphere um, and still be able to help somebody in need. Um, so the holidays is a really great time to give back. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. I know it's a super important topic and especially now with the pandemic, everyone is kind of everywhere and we all need to support each other. So thank you so much. But until next time, I'm Ashley Bain. I'm Emma Kasha. And I'm Jennifer Matthew. And this is, and this is Chamber, Chamber Pod. Pod. <laughs>